always read stuff online. Whenever I hear, I get, I kind of get discouraged as a Scorpio because I read stuff like, they're psycho and manipulative. (laughs) And I'm like, guys, I'm not. Well, the way you entered North Star today, Liz, was a little bit dramatic. Ah! A little bit dramatic. (laughs) I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers. But we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. and shiners and welcome back to a new episode of the podcast today we are talking to the ladies of the that so retrograde podcast which we've been trying to have on the show for a while and we know that a few of you actually recommended that we have them come on as guests so here you have it they're finally on the podcast and we can't wait for you to hear it which side note any other podcasts or any other people you want us to reach out to as always please give us a shout. Yeah, because it's so awesome to reach out to other people that are in the podcast world. I feel like when we talk to other people who have their own podcast, it's like this little community. You Mm -hmm. just get each other. In this episode, we talk a lot about how they founded the podcast, how they became friends, what their plans are with That So Retrograde going into 2018. And we also touch on their views on spirituality and how to incorporate that into their everyday lives. This was a really fun conversation, and we hope that you guys enjoy. So without further ado, here is our episode with That's So Retrograde. So hey, Stephanie and Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I know that we have a ton of listeners that are very excited for this episode, as are me and Liz. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Yeah, of course. So I know that... A lot of our listeners know who you are, but for those listeners that maybe have not heard of your podcast or follow you guys, could you give them a brief background about who you are? Beth, why don't you take this one? Um, All right. Well, (laughs) um, my name is Stephanie and I am co-host of the podcast That's the Retrograde with Elizabeth Cott. And um, That's the Retrograde is a podcast that is an exploration of self-care and consciousness and we just have fun with figuring out um what's good sounds like our lives (laughs) yeah (laughs) and steph i believe is my fellow scorpio yes sister yeah so lots of similarities going on between (laughs) wine and shine and that's the retrograde (laughs) i love scorpios I always read stuff online whenever i hear i get i kind of get discouraged as a scorpio because i read stuff like they're psycho and manipulative. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I'm Well, not. the way you entered North Star today, Liz, was a little bit dramatic. Ah. A little bit dramatic. <laughs> so every time Liz is late, um, th- there's like this face she makes when she storms into rage. a room. Yeah, it's rage. But she comes <sighs> in and she's like sweating and her face is red. And like when she walked into North Star, I was like, I prepped myself for it. I was like, I know. And I'm a Pisces. So I feel like, I don't know. I don't know like my mood exactly, but I'm always trying to just calm the, the water. Yeah, calming me. Calm you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think Scorpios are really intense. We just need to learn how to manage ourselves. There you go. (laughs) a nice positive spin on it. Yeah. (laughs) So in addition to the podcast, what else do you have going on? Well, that's like our main focus right now. Right, Elizabeth? Yeah. Perfect. And I do some acting, but... That's not what this is about. No. Right. Along with the podcast, we do a lot of live events and a live shows. And Steph and I have 
been writing comedy together for a long time. So we're like weaving that into the umbrella as well. Mm -hmm. Like there's just a lot of like creativity in the works. I love We've it. been doing the show for three years. So it's just naturally expanding and progressing and forming a new shape, which is really fun. I was going to ask how long you've been doing the show. So it's been three years. Yeah, it will be, we'll have gone live with it. It'll be three years in February and we started mm-hmm. conceptualizing it. It would have been three years in September. Awesome. That's awesome. So Elizabeth, tell us a little bit about your story with That's So Retrograde. Ooh, well, much like Steph, we always just felt, I always felt a, uh, you know, a curiosity about just <laughs> ideas. And as I progressed in my twenties, the idea of a learning and learning new things became, I had a new, like a, almost a renaissance with it. Whereas I think growing up in school, I, I never really had much of a, a fascination or a care about continued education or anything like that. But mm-hmm. the show really was sparked based on, you know, both in a specific place in our own personal journeys and just really craving information and really wanting to feel good. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of that focused around like self-care and health and, you know, the different modalities such as astrology and numerology. And so it all kind of merged together with just, you know, wanting to feel great and wanting to find that information in a way that didn't feel dense mm-hmm. or unattainable, but that felt really grounded and fun. And that was very much before the upswing of the quote unquote wellness world that we're seeing right now, which is super exciting. But at the time there really wasn't that information around. So a lot of the show was really birthed out of Stephanie and I sitting on my porch, hanging out, smoking weed and like Google <laughs> and like being like, where do we find this? What is, is this website legit? It looks yeah. like it was like, like, what are we doing? And and just really wanting seeking the information in our own, in our own way. You know, it's again, I just, maybe I just love making connections between us, <laughs> but I was like, it's exactly how our podcast came about. I mean, me and Liz were roommates freshman year of college and we always talked about stuff like this, like wellness and spirituality and all of these things. And then we were just drinking wine and having another conversation like we always do. And then, you know, why don't we just talk about this on a podcast? Yeah, I love and then organic stories like that where things just seem to, the universe just seems to want them to happen. And then they do. Yeah. Well, you guys are so hilarious too. Like you, the way you guys banter back and forth is so easy. So how, do, I'm curious how you guys became friends in the first place. I don't think it had much to do with our own uh, willingness to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that there was something like, written in the stars and we just came together in this lifetime to, to kind of have friendship and create something that yeah. brings other people together. It's I'd, almost like when we met, it was like we were already friends. Yeah. It's like, I would like to take credit and give this like fantastical story, but they're really, it just was really like, Oh, we're in each other's lives and it's meant to be we're supposed to do something probably pretty fantastic with yeah. that parent. Yeah. You just felt the friend chemistry. Yeah. Were you at a party? I feel like a couple of our listeners were telling us they needed to know where you guys met. So I feel like we need to give them that information. Through our friend Hale and Brittany Eustace, and they introduced us at a party at our friend Marty's house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
it's I always tell the anecdote that they introduced me to Stephanie. They're like, Steph's a stand-up comedian. And I was like, hi, I want to write with you. Like, what a weird thing to say to someone when you first meet them. But I think, I don't know if it's that, like, whatever was going on in my life was, like, felt comedic enough to, like, put it to paper or why I felt the need to say that. But I definitely had some type of intuitive hit that I was, that we were supposed to be creating Mm -hmm. something together. But we didn't really start collaborating on that level for at least, two or three years yeah friendship that's great I feel like we do not have that cool of a story well (laughs) well I mean we do have that I accidentally had on Facebook that I was bisexual yeah well that was our first interaction yeah Liz decided on Facebook that she said that she would put down she was interested in men and women it was for friends yeah it was for friendship I was 17 yeah and at that time (laughs) not that any of that matters but at that time like little awkward senior Nina was like I just it's a totally fine that you are interested in men and women you don't even have to worry about it and I was like I'm very confused (laughs) what you're talking about but that's it. Yeah. I don't care how that makes any, how did that make you guys friends? Well, it just brought us closer because we started to have awkward conversations right from the, the, yeah, right from the beginning. And then Liz was like, but my dad's gay. So does that work out? And we were like, yeah. And then we just started having lots of conversations around topics we didn't usually discuss with other people. Yeah. Right. That's so funny. So who wrote the intro to your guys's podcast was that Stephanie? No, Elizabeth did it. No way! It's brilliant, and I sing it all of the time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She's like, I've been waiting for someone to tell me that. <laughs> I did no, not like the tune. I did write the lyrics, and those are actually like placeholder lyrics. It was more like a. It should be something along the lines of this. But then yeah. Stephanie was like, wait, that's amazing. And then our friend who like put it into a tune was like, uh, you don't, this is exactly what it is. It's not like this. It's this. This and is what like, you're using. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like it was, you know, sometimes you just have those, those moments of inspiration that flow mm-hmm. through you. And to this day, it's probably like, that's probably, if that's my legacy, I'm still <laughs> fine with it. So you guys have used the same intro for three years. Yeah. Don't change it, right? There's never a need to change it. If it's working, keep it going. We're not changing it, but we have had some amazing musicians who are friends of ours do covers of it for our live shows. Like we always Ooh, open. I heard one. Yeah. Our shows with with a, a cover of the song. And those give me like full blown life when I hear that. It's like full body elevation. It's insane. I wonder if that's how composers feel when somebody else performs their work. <laughs> if they're like, yes, or like, <laughs> this is what it was supposed to be, <laughs> yeah. or you totally are ruining my vision or something <laughs> like that. Cool. So I'm also very curious. I feel like when you guys are on the podcast, you balance very well the world of spirituality, but also living a normal life. And I feel like that's something me and Liz are always trying to work out in our own lives. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you deal with all the self-help wellnessy stuff that we're all so immersed in all of the time? And it honestly can be a little much and just living life, if that makes sense. I agree with you with it being a little much, but you know, the filter that it comes through is ourselves. So I think it's like trans, like the muchness of it is transmuted through us experiencing it and talking about it. Because- <laughs> Because it's it's not putting we're not putting that information up on a pedestal. We're not like mm-hmm. 
not taking it at face value. Mm-hmm. As, so it comes, I think we're able to ground it because the way that it's being processed within the both of us individually and together is that of like, it's important to have a wellness practice, right? But like yeah. part of my wellness practice is watching Vanderpump Rules. Right, exactly. So it's like, yeah. it's like really what it comes down to is what is making you feel good at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And all we're doing is presenting concepts that will aid to that. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah, I think sometimes I get in self-help overload and it feels like there's so many things that I can be doing. And at that point, if I'm stressed about it, it's not serving me. So then you have to take a step back. And like you said, if watching a trashy TV show is going to make me feel good at the time, then I'm going to do that, you know? Totally. Yeah, I mean, I think that you can get so overwhelmed in trying things that you kind of like lose sight. Like that becomes becomes more about doing it than actually what it's doing for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like the thing that we have to like stay aware of. Yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, self-care isn't always just about like being with yourself either. Like self-care can be like going out and being with friends and doing stuff that has nothing to do with like any of the things you read in like Well and Good magazine or whatever. Yeah. I don't love that shit. I do. It's amazing. It's just like to do everything all the time is impossible. Yes. And I think I know Nina and I are both, I think sometimes guilty of trying to, to do it all Mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. And we need to give ourselves some grace and some love. Yeah. I think it goes along with kind of a perfectionist personality too. It's like, Oh, I got to do, if I'm choosing to do this, I have to do it all the way. And I have to make sure I'm Mm -hmm. doing it exactly right. And exactly how everyone says I'm supposed to do it. But in the end, it's like, that's not making me feel any better. No, it's defeating the purpose entirely. Mm-hmm. So, Exactly. So how do you guys incorporate astrology into your day-to-day? Because your podcast is obviously called That's So Retrograde. You guys have Ambi on all of the time. Or no, not Ambi. Um, what do you guys call her? Owl? Is it Ambi? Yep. Yeah, it's Ambi. And then who else do you have? You call her something. Like mom or mother. I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, Ambi calls herself our grandma. Oh, oh okay. got it. Okay. I am thinking of the right person. Perfect. Yeah. So how do you guys deal with that? Owl on a few times as well. So there's Owl and then there's Ambi. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So how do you guys um, incorporate astrology in your in your day-to-day? Um, well, I read my horoscope. Um, usually every morning um, at Scorpio Mystique. Ooh, got to jot that one down. Yeah. It's a really good one. And For Scorpios only. Yeah, it's for Scorpios only. And everyone's always like, where's mine? I'm like, I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm only looking out for myself. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, there's other good resources, of course, like Mystic Mama. And um, I like this one called chronogram.com out of the Hudson Valley. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I, I follow... All the astrologers that we've ever talked to are featured on the show. Like I follow all of them. And when I'm feeling a particular kind of way, I like look what's going on in the astrology. So I guess yeah, that's kind of how I incorporate it where it's like the way that I've always described it is that I view it as kind of like a roadmap for, for life and just kind of helps me to like know what to expect or also um, kind of have a concrete justifiable understanding of like the things that I innately feel but I'm like why is this the thing that's like taking precedent in my heart and mind today? and then I'll like see that it's in the astrology and I'm like oh of course so I kind of use it as a tool to like empower myself mm-hmm. 
It's exactly what I've been trying to do too. Because if I think too much about it, then I, it gets all jumbled and I feel like I'm trying to manipulate. Yeah. yeah, like Make manipulate what I think is going to happen. But if I'm feeling a certain way originally and then I go to the astrology to figure out what's going on, I'm like, oh, duh. Okay, click. That is all making sense now. Yeah, exactly. Ambie has a great saying and it's the stars impel, they don't compel. Got it. So it's like they can like guide you and like lead you, but they can't like force you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of the way you have to think about it, just like in your own life too, where you're like, this can't be like the thing that makes me dictates all my decisions. But if I have like the the sort of archetype or like energetic theme that I'm aware of, it can help me to like make a better conscious, conscientious decision about like anything in any given moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just like, it's really similar to like, you know, I've taken personality tests or learned about myself another way. It's, you apply it in the same way. It's exactly. just a different, a different kind of art form that you're doing instead of like a personality test. Right. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's you know, like I, I'll oblige, like if it's like to have a, have a conversation today that's important or like, this is a good day to take charge or this is a good day to sort of just like do nothing. Like I listen to that. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, do you use astrology sort of in the same way? Yeah, I think it's a it's a beautiful modality to be able to like be introspective and also provide like some themes to pay attention to in terms of what's going on in your life. Um, Steph is much more attuned to it than I am, but you know, for like another mode of check in for me is like doing a card pull. Mm. You know, I think there's all these really fun tools that can just allow us to to go a little deeper to check in and maybe to like pay attention in a, in a, in a, in a bit more precise way. Do you do angel cards then? I have done angel cards. I tend to do just the wild unknown tarot deck. And then mm-hmm. I also, are, we both, we both are huge fans of the wild unknown because they've got a great book that goes along with it that really helps. And then um, they have got also the spirit animal deck, which is great. I just came from a, reading as well. Like that, you know, I just, I really like a card check-in. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for a card deck. I probably will go ahead and get what you said just because I have no idea. I know Doreen Virtue has a bunch of card decks. I was like, should I get one of hers? I know that everyone always talks about her. So I was kind of browsing her website, but do you mind saying that again? So I can, sure. yeah. It's the wild unknown Cool is the name of it. And they actually have a store in Portland and it's by this woman named Kim Kranz who's this dope artist. And she just, she's just like doing great stuff. Do you guys get into crystals and all of that sort of spiritually world too? Oh yeah. Yeah. From the podcast, I feel like I know the answer to that question. <laughs> but I was like, the like underlining theme of the show. So we, we are def- we are we pride ourselves in being open to all type of things. Like also, you know, like for instance, like astrology and numerology and cards, like those are fun things that kind of are mainstays with us, crystals as well. But like, you know, it's fun to have it be like ever morphing and changing and expanding and mm-hmm. then scaling down. And, you know, sometimes it's just water and breathing and that's all we're doing mm-hmm. yeah, in terms of like wellness and mindfulness. Right. And then other times it's like goes really deep and extreme. Yeah. There's levels. There's levels to wellness and spirituality. You can't always be on the high, right? You have to sometimes come back down a little bit. Totally. 
And I'm sure it depends on what areas of what other areas of wellness you're focusing on too. Like you might be focusing more on like your sleep patterns or I mean we can't it goes back to that idea of balance like mm-hmm. you can't do it all. So I feel like there are times when that might be, you know, you're just more meditating. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also like I feel there's this thing where people it's either something that people are like afraid of and intimidated of and feel like yes. is like of their experience, or it's this thing that the people that are like practicing all these things kind of take as, as a way to like separate themselves from their humanity and like make them feel like better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's like just really about like I don't know, not giving it too much weight like at all. Mm-hmm. I was afraid at first when I started kind of dipping my toes in the spiritual waters. I was like. I I was nervous almost because I wasn't sure what to expect. And I was like, I don't know if I believe in any of this or I don't know what's going to happen, you know. But then the more I experimented, I'm also the same way where I'll, you know, I'll go dabble in crystals or I want to talk to a shaman or all of these things, you know, random things. And once I found that I felt so much more connected to myself and I felt so much more grounded, it just put me at ease. And it kind of took the stress away from that whole... I don't know, just making it seem scarier than it was, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you're deepening your connection to really what it's all about is like deepening your connection to your experience as a human in your body. Mm -hmm. So if it doesn't like feel like that, then what's the point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a great way to put it too. I want to talk about shamanism for a second because you guys have had Shaman Durek on your podcast and I think I've listened to every single podcast he's ever been on. Actually, you've had him on twice. Is that correct? Actually, yeah. two and a half times. Oh my gosh. Two and a half. half. Where's the half? <laughs> I need to get, I need to listen we to the did, half. Um, for the Mind Body Green Conference in Arizona, oh, okay. we did like a full day of interviews and he was one of the interviews that we did then. Well, I need to go back and listen to that. I just love him and I follow him on Instagram. I listen to all of his live Instagrams. Um, He did some sort of episode with you guys where he had you chanting like, I am love, I am love. And I think Elizabeth, you were doing it at the time. And it's like, I felt completely immersed in what he was doing with you guys on the other end of, you know, the radio. It was really, really neat. Yeah, he's so powerful. We're big fans. What's going on with the podcast in 2018? So you guys already have had so many amazing guests. What's the plan moving forward? Do you have some people lined up? Are you taking anything in a new direction? What's going on? Great question. We, you know, we book out about four months in advance. So we've got a pretty stocked, uh, amazing episodes coming up. We're going to be doing the live podcast stage at South by Southwest. We're hosting a talk here about podcasting for Create Cultivate, which is like a big conference for female entrepreneurs. You know, we're just focusing on putting out a great show every week and whatever comes along with that is beautiful. Nice. Would you guys ever go on tour as in maybe come to Columbus, Ohio and have a live podcast here? (laughs) That's definitely a conversation. Really? I would love that. Well, I was hoping to get to LA again at some point. My husband travels there a few times a year and I don't think it's going to happen, but I feel like I would just want to hit up all of my favorite. There's so many wellness podcasts out of LA. Yeah. yeah like we talked to almost 30 on mm-hmm. the show. Um, you guys had a great episode. You were on their podcast, right? Yeah. 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 
You guys had a very, I felt like the four of you together was just putting two of my favorite podcasts in one room was wonderful. So listeners, if you haven't listened to that episode on Almost 30, I highly recommend. Thanks. <laughs> um, but do you guys collaborate with any other podcasts in the area? Um, we have a great relationship. If you had listened to the Skinny Confidential, yeah. Lauren mm-hmm. has become like a fun friend who's like in the space and we... We like always kind of like share ideas. We're actually speaking on the panel together. So that's fun. It's really nice to have a community of people who are, you know, doing a similar thing. Yeah. And then being able to share best practices and what works best, what doesn't, all that fun stuff. Yeah, but I feel like up until now, it's really been like head down, us just focusing on on what we're doing and that we've gotten, to, of course, gotten to meet and to connect with some incredible people along the way, which is really a gift. Yeah. Have you guys uh, heard of the Good Fest that's happening in a couple of weeks? Yeah, we're going to be there. Oh, I'm so jealous. Me and Liz went last year to the one in Philly. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to go to the one in LA, um, but it just didn't... I'm a teacher and I only have three personal days the whole year. So I wasn't able... Which seems ridiculous. I know. I mean, you get summers off, but... I mean, yeah. but. But you can't take random days off throughout the year. But yeah, that's going to be so much fun. Are you guys going or are you talking? What's happening at the Good Fest with you guys? I think we're just attending. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah a lot of our friends and guests are doing various things there. So we're just going to go check it out. Yeah. And it's a They had blast. epic swag bags. They did. Epic. Yeah. Like overflowing. Mm-hmm. With all of oh, the did, best things. Did you guys go to one? We went to the one in Philly. So that was their first one, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. And that was last year in April. And so they have another one in Philly this year. And then they... Yeah, they have the one in LA. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're excited. We actually interviewed the founders, I don't know, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And they're just wonderful. So I'm sure, I don't know if you guys follow Kate or some um, or Jess, but they're so sweet. And the whole environment is, it's welcoming. It's and a non, it's, because I go to conferences all the time for, I mean, it's not a conference, but like, you know, I go to events and they're very, mine are very like, corporate and yeah. organ not that it's not organized but it's like very ambient very fun very mm-hmm. flowy very which is perfect for their brand and mm-hmm. perfect for what they want to do mm-hmm. and everybody there I felt like we left the good fest just feeling so connected good. yeah just feeling good <laughs> so yeah you guys are gonna have a blast cool awesome. we're excited yeah well awesome is there anything else that you know you would like to share with our listeners before we head off about the podcast I know you guys just got a Patreon you guys have some cool stuff going on with that anything you want to share with them before we head off yeah the Patreon is just like offering um, like additional content um, like meditations and notes from the show and like live hangs and that's something really exciting and really cool way that we've been able to service the audience more and yeah. just like go more in depth yeah, we've been able to like pull in and and elaborate on a lot of things that we've talked about on the show, bringing our guests to uh, come and, you know, really portray the things that they've talked about. So it's with, through video and meditations and sound baths and really pulling on the community to offer some great stuff exclusively for that. And then, um, yeah, Steph said, like, we have a breakdown of all the show notes and all that fun yeah. stuff that we mentioned during the show. So it's been a really cool way to connect. We also just launched a uh, 
closed Facebook group, which has been like bullying my mind because there's just people connecting from all over who share their commonalities that they listen to the show and really ignite igniting conversation that has like nothing to do with us, but all under the of that they have like the sim- similar interests and that's been, and like meetups are happening and just like all of these things I could have never imagined beyond my wildest dreams. So that is really, been really exciting to witness and um, you know, to any of your listeners that listen to the show, as, as you said at the beginning, thank you for listening. We're so, we're so honored to, to get to do the show. So. Yeah. Well, you guys are just so relatable. And I think that, you know, when you listen to the show, it's, you can just feel like you're in the room with you guys, you know? And I think that that's a big reason why everybody connects with you. Um, I'm definitely going to have to join the Facebook group. So I didn't realize that you guys had that. I'm in a couple other Facebook group, podcast Facebook groups. And like you said, it's, it's really cool to meet up with people that are interested in the same thing. So yeah, I'm going to definitely look out for that. Yay. Um, we love that. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show and have fun at the Good Fest. Hopefully, um, I don't know, you're going to come to Columbus and you're have plug it away, <laughs> have a live podcast here and we can meet then. Oh my God. We're going to manifesting in 2018. Perfect. Yeah. Can't thank wait. Thank you so much for having us. Of Congratulations course. on your show. Thank yeah. you. Fun doing it. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Right. Bye. Thank bye. you. So big thank you again to That's So Retrograde for coming on our podcast. And listeners, if you haven't checked them out, please go do so. Their episodes always have a lot of wisdom and a lot of um, fun takeaways. So please make sure you go check them out. As always, follow us on Instagram at Wine and Shine Podcast. Hit us up on Facebook. Join our Facebook group, The Wine and Shiners. And review, subscribe, all that jazz. All that fun stuff over on iTunes. And that's all for us right now, but we will catch you next week with the founder of Harness Magazine, Ashley Rector. Cheers.